Encoded, Season 1, Episode 6, Triggers. Patrick Copeland will now be played by Dito Wiristoma. Before we start this, I need to let you know that there's a good chance Heisen won't help me. I haven't spoken to her much since my dad died, but I remember that she doesn't like me. I just don't remember why. Alright. Well, this certainly won't be a boring conversation, will it? Holy hell, I thought a ghost was trying to video chat with me. But it's actually you. Yeah, not a ghost yet. I know it's been a while since we spoke. What have you been up to? Successfully avoiding small talk. I know you didn't call me to catch up, Patrick. What's this about? I think I can go into that. As you may already know, Patrick has a lot of medications that he takes daily, and he's running out of it. The rest of it is back at home in Lucella, but it's a little hard to go back there since we're on the run. Someone murdered Nani, the woman my dad left me with as a kid, and there's a really good chance that they're after us now. Sounds like it sucks to be y'all right now. We wanted to know if you could get Patrick's medication for him. Are you kidding me? Of course I can. It's more complicated to pirate a movie these days. It's not about my abilities to do so, it's about my willingness. Okay. Are you willing to do it then? No. It's way below my pay grade. You need unregistered firearms or banned chemicals, I'm your woman. If I go to one of my contacts and ask them to fill a Paxil prescription, they'll think I'm just as whacked out as he is. Hey, he's not whacked out, Heisen. And he doesn't deserve to be called that. I don't care how much you don't like him. It's, it's fine. We'll figure something else out, Marina. You know what? You're a black market dealer, Heisen. And if you're as good as you say you are, then you've been in this game a little too long to only do business with your friends. We have money. We will pay you. Grow the hell up and get us the medication. Fine. But I'm not wasting any of my delivery guys to take it to wherever you are. It's not worth the time and trouble. You'll have to pick it up from me in person. Just tell us where that is. Austin. Email me the list of his medications and I'll have them for you in a few hours. I won't hold them for more than a day. If you guys aren't here to get them, I'll let the sewer rats have it. Oh, we'll be there. Wow. She's a piece of work. It's weird. She didn't ask who you were. What? She's normally way more thorough with questioning when she's doing business with people she's never even met before. I mean, she never even asked for your name. She probably didn't care what my name was, Patrick. I think she got too excited at the prospect of watching us beg for her help. I don't know. I still think it's weird. Oh, hi. Uh, is Dr. Malone around? No. I believe he's off with Axton. <sighs> Crap. His, uh, his lab is locked, so I can't wait for him there. Uh, mind if I wait here? Not at all. Come on in. I'm Tyler Stanley, by the way. Uh, I'm Dr. Malone's latest project. Nice to meet you, Tyler. Patrick Copeland. Oh. I know who you are. Your father was Raymond Copeland. 
Yeah, he was. I never met him, but Dr. Malone talks about him and what he did all the time. He really looked up to him. I have Huntington's too. Well, had it. I have the genetic over right now. I'm very happy to hear that. I think Dr. Malone wants to run a few more tests before they celebrate. Make sure he's got the sequencing right. He's never done the procedure by himself before. He's going off of what he learned from your father. I remember Dr. Malone being a very fast learner when he was working with my dad. You are in very good hands. I know I am. My parents feel that way too. They said after testing is done and they know for sure that I'm cured that they'll let me get a job. Like, a real one where I make money. I know it's weird to be excited about that, but I am. Oh. I guess congratulations are in order. Thanks. <laughs> Uh, my parents kinda overreacted when they found out I tested positive for the Huntington's gene. Even though doctors told them it would be years before I'd ever start developing symptoms, they closed me up in the house for most of my childhood. Getting their permission to go to college was nearly a job for six months. What's your major? Mechanical engineering. Oh. Wow. Eh, I just randomly picked it. I read about it online, and it sounded interesting. I'm doing okay so far. I have a 3.8 GPA. That's exceptional, Tyler. Your parents must be proud of you. I don't know. They don't even ask about my grades. They're letting me go because not letting me go was driving them crazy. I kind of know where all their buttons are at this point. It's the downside to having your child around you 24-7. Uh, the downside for them... Anyway. Look on the bright side. Your parents didn't choose a career for you. Is that what your parents did? Not really. My mom didn't care much what I did. I don't think she wanted to be a mother, to be honest. I can't remember much about her, which was the case even before the brain damage. I do remember that she finally got tired of pretending around the time I was about five or six. Her and my dad got into a big screaming match and then she left. And even in that age, I knew she wasn't coming back. My dad's desire for me to do something with genetics was just typical dad wanting his son to follow in his footsteps type stuff. He was just as proud of me when I went to liberal arts. He, just, he didn't understand it, but he was very supportive. Wow. I don't think I've ever told that stuff to anyone except Marina. There's something about you that makes me want to tell you my life story. You're not the first person to tell me that. People like to tell me things. All the girls I know say I'm a good listener. That's a gift. It'll come in handy. <laughs> and that's what all the guys I know say. I don't think I'm saying it for the same reason as your guy friends. Just don't take that for granted. People only put their problems on the ones they think can handle it. A few hits to the head, and people start to treat you like a victim. People don't share their problems with a victim. Since I know so much about you now, do you mind knowing something about me? I would love to. Keep your eyes on that glass over there. I discovered I could do this about a week ago. I can't move anything, really, but I can make small items hover. I haven't told anyone, not even Dr. Malone or Axton. I see the way keepers get treated on my college campus. They're tormented. People treat the roaches better. 
Are you sure you're not a keeper, Tyler? Have you ever been checked for the gene? No, but me being a keeper is unlikely. They get their abilities before the age of 10. I'm 22. I think it's the effects of your dad's overwrite. I read online somewhere that he used the DNA of a keeper to make it work. I don't think that's true. I mean, I'm not telekinetic, nor am I immortal. Well, you wouldn't be immortal. Just immune to sickness and diseases. Either way, I haven't moved anything with my mind lately. I don't think my dad knew any keepers. I find that hard to believe. Even with Echo's population, they make up about 30% of it. A lot of them are afraid to reveal themselves, but everyone knows a keeper. Just not everyone's aware of it. Did something just break? Yeah. I talk with my hands. You know how that gets sometimes. I'm sorry. I'll get you another vase. Don't worry about it. I'm happy you two have had the opportunity to meet on your own. I'm sorry I never got around to introducing you myself. Tyler, is it okay if we continue testing later? I really need to speak with Patrick and Marina right now. Sure. Patrick, follow me back to the lab. I have some information on that symbol you drew. I knew the symbol looked familiar, but I couldn't quite put my finger on why. I can let Axton tell you all the details, since he did all the work. It wasn't that hard. I called up some of my gun enthusiast friends back in North Carolina, and they were able to point me in the right direction. That symbol is actually the logo of Chase Bell Industries. They not only make the gun that you were hit with, Patrick, they probably own the guy who hit you with it. Chase Bell is also the world's leading provider of private military services. Do you take Axidol or Lipril? I take both, actually. About 10 years ago, they decided to put a stake in the pharmaceuticals market. They now make about 23 of the top 50 most prescribed medications in the U.S., Axidol and Lipril being number 5 and 11, respectively. Between the medications, the weapons, and the military services, these guys have enough contracts with the government to start making laws if they aren't already. They even tried to get into genetics once upon a time, which means they definitely know who your father is and what he did. I thought it was weird that they'd try to break into a field with such a slow financial return in comparison to everything else they're involved in, until I found out that Chase Bell, the founder, is in the advanced stages of type 1 meiotic dystrophy. He was diagnosed a few months before the company started their genetic research division. The most recent bit of news I found was from an interview that Trent did where he said his brother was in a medically induced coma. Did you find out where he is? No. I did, however, find out that his little brother, Trent, is the CEO of the company now, and he's running it like it's a giant donation fund for his brother's medical expenses. Whatever hospital he's in, Trent hired his own medical team and rents out the entire floor Chase is on. He's been doing that for about a year. Couldn't find any recent pictures of Chase, which means the expensive security measures are working. But I did find one of Trent. Oh my god. Oh god. Please, just please turn it off. What's going on? Patrick? It's him. It's one of the guys that attacked me. He was the figure I saw in the hotel room, too. Please take the picture down. Yeah, of course. It's all clear, Patrick. You can uncover your eyes. I'm so sorry, man. I didn't know that was going to be a trigger. It's okay. 
I didn't even realize I had a trigger until now. If Trent was directly involved with Patrick's attack, then there's no doubt in my mind that he was directly involved with Nani's murder. But that makes no sense. Nani had nothing to do with the overwrite. She wasn't even a geneticist. She was just a civilian my dad knew. She didn't need to know anything about it. They just needed her to draw you out. Axton's right. The question now is how long before they find us? Nani was nearly off the grid. Patrick and I have our names all over credit cards and medical bills. It would only take a few keystrokes to track us down. I think Marina and I should leave. I thought we had a few people after us, but we're being hunted down by an entire enterprise. I don't want to put anyone else in danger by staying here, especially not Tyler. Wait, hold on, Patrick. I don't think that's necessary. There are benefits to living off the grid, but there are benefits to being very tied into it. I can set up alerts on your names if anyone inquires about information related to you, as long as it's done on a computer that's connected to the internet, I'll be able to find out who it is. That's a pretty limited filter. You won't get any sort of notification if they're clever about it, or if they have face-to-face -face conversations. You're right. But I have some friends I can call who will keep up with all the other ways they could track you. The point is, it's safer for you guys to stay here. I agree with Axton. You guys don't need to be out in the open by yourselves. We insist that you stay. Thank you, Dr. Malone. By the way, Marina, the jet's fueled and ready to go. Just call and let the pilot know when you guys are ready to take off. Where are you guys jetting off to? The pharmacy. Triggers, starring Dito Weirstoma, Mariana Mendonca, Justin Kent, and Shea Lee. Featuring Maxton Smith and Alistair Casey. Music by Robert Crisp. Written and directed by Amanda Mack. I'm Phil Keeling.